0: Welcome to baby boomer tales. My name is Jim. We're now pushing the middle of September. The days are getting shorter and maybe a little cooler. Nice to have you riding along today. I always appreciate the company. Let me tell you a little tale that's been bouncing around inside my brain here. Hope I don't bore you to tears. Maybe even I'll make you laugh along the way. In life, we all have to do things. Some we gladly do like eat, for example. Other things we do because we have to or else, like paying taxes. Now, you really don't have to do anything, really. So I guess you could not eat and starve, and you could starve in the pokey because you didn't pay your taxes. So let's start this at a young age here and work our way up in years. When you are little, the first thing you have to do is learn the word no. Then, don't hit, share, etc. Later, you have to stop doing it in your pants, throw your food on the floor, etc. As you grow a little older, probably five or six, you have mastered some things like what no means and not just hitting people randomly and being able to hold your bladder and your number twoer, and all that good stuff and you're ready to go to school and when you get to school, you have to learn to obey the teacher. So you have to obey the teacher. You also have to not hit, kind of like when you're a little bitty kid. Don't take your clothes off. You can't just take your clothes off there in kindergarten. As you get older, you have to eat your school lunch. Now this is a little different than the situation you have at home probably, where you can talk mom or dad into Can I just eat two bites? Just two bites. Okay, two bites and you can be excused. Here, you never know. There may be one of those lunch ladies standing there with her arms crossed looking at you and you have to eat the whole thing. Choke it down and almost throw up. Better yet, try to get it to the trash can when nobody's looking. You have to learn how to do your homework. You have to do your homework. Well, I guess you don't have to, but then you would have to take kindergarten over, or first grade over, or second grade over, or worse yet, high school over. Another thing you have to do is not talk in class. Jimmy, this is the last time. I'm warning you, next time you will go see the principal. You cannot talk in class when I am talking. Yak, yak yak, giddy yak, yak, Later, you have to start learning how to respect others' space. So they're sitting in the chair. I'll just push you off the chair because I want to sit in that chair. There's some things you have to do in learning that little Susie's sitting in that chair. That's either her assigned chair or she was the first one there. And you cannot just push her out of there and sit there because you want to. You have to get a shot once in a while. Now, this podcast is not about all the stuff going on in the world today i'm talking about when we were little kids we had to get our smallpox vaccination remember that i still can kind of see the scar of mine maybe i'm looking for it now i used to be able to see that scar anyway and we all had to stand there and get our shot the only kid that ever got out of it was wayne Wayne was white as a sheet laying on a cot in the nurse's office every time. Every time we had to get a shot. I don't know if Wayne ever got a shot. But I do know Wayne always went and laid down in the nurse's office. So he was either so petrified that he made himself sick of getting a shot. Or in my opinion, and the way I always looked at it, and I admired him for it, he is the world's best actor. Good old Wayne. (laughs) Wayne. I'll tell you what, that guy knew what side his bread was buttered on. That's a fact. As you get older, and as you learn how to drive, if you're going to drive a car, you have to stop at a stop sign. You have to let cars merge, and you have to yield. You have to drive within the speed limit. Now, I guess you don't have to do any of the stuff we've been talking about. It's really quite possible that you could blunder through life somehow, Not doing anything you have to. But I'll tell you what, if you do not stop at a stop sign, you're probably going to get in a crash. If you don't obey the speed laws, you are probably going to get a ticket. And if you don't stop for the cop, because you don't have to, you think, in your brain, that little part of helium between your ears, well then you'll be in one of those low speed chases like old OJ was. And they will get you. Then you will have to go to jail. So there are things you have to do in life, even if you don't think you have to. Jail is one of them. If you don't do those other things. If you know what I mean. Or if you don't know what I mean. Well, you're still doing them, I guess. I don't know. So you have to respect the laws. And speaking of laws, you can't steal or break someone else's stuff. So you have to do things in life, and it's not always what you want to do. Number one, you have to go to the bathroom. Well, if you choose to go to the toilet to do your business, that's a wise choice. But you don't have to do that. You can do just like this little kid back in kindergarten. And believe you me, if you don't have that not doing your business and your pants thing under control... You don't get to go to kindergarten. I don't care if you want to, you cannot. There's things you have to do. So one of them is hold it. If you can make it through school, and that's a major accomplishment, especially if you don't think you have to do stuff, then you have to get a job. Why do I have to get a job? Well, you do have to eat unless you want to starve to death, and it's just this big circle. So if you don't eat, you starve. If you do eat, you don't starve. So you have to eat unless you don't think you have to eat, and then you starve, and yada, 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 et cetera, etc. et, cetera, et cetera. You have to find some place to live. You have to file your taxes on time. No, I don't. I do not need to file my taxes on time. I don't want to do that. That's fine. Then we'll go right back to you can starve in the pokey because you didn't want to eat and you didn't want to pay your taxes on time. There's things you have to do in this life. A lot of things you get to do instead of have to do, but it is still a situation where you have to do them. If you have a family, there are many things that you have to do that maybe you don't want to do. You have to take care of your family. If you have little kids, you have to teach them the meaning of the word no and to keep your clothes on in public and to don't pick your nose. But I want to pick my nose! But you can't pick your nose. I want to pick my nose. Well, at least don't do it in public. Besides taking care of your wife and your children, or your husband and your children, or your cat or your dog, maybe you have to take care of your parents as they grow older. Sometimes that's not real pleasant. Sometimes it's inconvenient. Sometimes you have to understand that it's not all about you in the first place. Never has been, never will be. There are things you have to do if you want to or not. So don't make this thing about you, ever. Make it about other people. Try to learn how to serve other people. You don't have to learn how to serve other people in a big flashy way where it's advertised and you get accolades up the wazoo. You can do it in the quiet place. You can do it anonymously. You can do it anonymously. How do you say that word? Anonymously. Was that close? Anyway, that and aluminum. You have to do your work how they want it done when you have a job. If you're stocking shells at the Walmart and you want to put the canned fruit with the bread, that's not going to fly. You have to put the canned fruit where they have it labeled canned fruit. And you have to put the peaches with the peaches. And you have to put the pineapple with the pineapple. So don't for a minute think that you can throw some cans in the meat case and people are going to buy it because they're looking for hamburger and not pineapple when they're at the meat case. If the Walmart wanted you to put the pineapple in the meat case, they would have had a special place for it and your boss would have said, Jim, go put that pineapple over there next to the pork chops. Life is full of things you don't want to do. Life is full of things that you have to do. Life is full of serving others and caring for your family. Life is full of taking care of our earth and all that we love about it. Life is about being a good steward, like putting your shopping cart back in the corral instead of letting it roll down the parking lot and bang into somebody's car. Life is about holding the door for somebody. Life is about looking at somebody and saying hello. Life is about smiling at somebody even if they don't smile at you. You never know, they may really need that smile, and you are the one that has it. So through all this stuff that you have to do in life, if it's just washing your hands and covering your mouth when you sneeze, or if it's taking your pills as prescribed, it doesn't matter what it is. Being a good citizen means that you're actually being good to those around you and being good to yourself. If we don't look around us and care for those that share this big blue ball with us, then all we'll have is chaos. All we'll have is selfishness and self-righteousness. And we will not have love. And we will not have caring and sharing. And the world will be a worse place because of it. If we all do our part, and it really doesn't take much. It really doesn't take much to be kind and generous, and put someone else first once in a while. In the time of my life, now that I'm probably in the autumn of it, I have to remember to take my pills. I have to go to more doctor visits than I used to. It seems like funerals are more abundant, and I've had to make lifestyle adjustments, but that's okay. It's a privilege to have to do some of this stuff, even if I don't want to. It's a wonderful thing to go to an old buddy's funeral and know that you were their friend. It's a wonderful thing to look at your grandchildren and realize that they've got a part of you. And no matter where their journey takes them in this life, a piece of you goes along for the ride. You can email us at babyboomertales at gmail.com. I promise you I'll read your email if you do. Being kind has never ever been about you in the first place. It's always about somebody else. Always be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace out. Now for a new segment called Forky and Earl. I want to introduce this. It'll take just a moment to do this. My best friend in the world from kindergarten through high school graduation was Wayne. We did a lot of stuff together and were friends for years and years and years. I've spoken of Wayne several times. Well, like friends would do, we gave each other nicknames back in the day. And he called me Earl. He'd say, hey Earl, how about this? And hey Earl, how about that? It got so many people were calling me Earl, I even had a girlfriend that I knew I was going to get a smooch when she called me Earl. I nicknamed Wayne Forky. Now, it's a big long story how he came about this name. And I don't want to be confused with the Forky on the Toy Story movies. In fact, we spell it differently f-o-r-k-e-y. So Forky and Earl will be our brand new addition to Baby Boomer Tales. I don't know where this will take us or what we will do with it, but we're going to start out with a little short talking about time we were about 8th or 9th grade back there in my old hometown. We had to take gym class and all us little 8th grade boys were dressed all in white. White Converse tennis shoes, white gym shorts, and a white t-shirt, and Coach had us learning tumbling a little. When I say tumbling, it was how to do a somersault, and then we advanced to, we had to run to this big wrestling mat, and as we ran, we had to jump and do a somersault in the air and land, like, on our back or something and roll, and then pop to our feet. And so we did this for a week or two in PE class, and got so you could kind of do that, you know, without hurting yourself or landing with your face right in the mat and stuff like that. And old Forky would say to Earl, You're a lot better at that than I am. How do you do that? And I'd say, Forky, you just got to run, you just got to jump, you just got to not think about it. Well, one day we decided to go downtown and buy some baseball cards, and as we were walking by the bakery... And the bakery was this little brick building right on the corner, about a half a block west of my dad's store. And we were headed towards the drugstore, so we were going another block and a half or so. And I stubbed my toe on a little piece of the sidewalk that had raised up, so the sidewalk was a little higher than the part I was walking on. And I tripped, and I started to fall And I jumped up in the air and I flipped over and I landed there on my back and rolled and hopped right up like I was planning on doing that. And Forky goes, Earl, how did you do that? And I said, Forky, you just got to not even think about it. Well, that's my little story of Forky and Earl for this segment. I hope they do well. I'm not going to try to really do voices or anything. We'll leave that to old Kate's general store. Wayne and I did so many things together, and I have so many little snippets of it, that I thought I ought to interject one once in a while. Wayne, sometimes I really miss you, my friend.